Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. And I am Carla. And Carla, who do we have on this week? We have the fabulous model, influencer, <laughs> mummy, gorge bitch. Uh, we have got Jessica. Is it Sinelli? No, it's Chinelli. Chin- like oh, a C-H. Here's Sinelli. Here's me in Sinelli. <laughs> Everybody says it wrong. <laughs> is a bit Italian, is it? Yeah, my dad's Italian. It's a hard one to pronounce. Love Um, So we wanted to get you on because obviously you are um, not only a model, but you're a plus size model, which um, I have an issue with that. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. (laughs) I have an issue with that uh, categorization. Uh, We wanted uh, to talk to you a little bit today. We did an episode on body positivity and you listened to that. Me? Yeah. That's when you reached out to us. I think you'd, yeah, because you sent us a message. Oh my God. It was like last year, wasn't it? I'm like, no, bitch, you did. Like, no, you did. did. (laughs) It's like Scarlet first. (laughs) No, I did. I listened to that. But that was like before Christmas, like November or October or something. That's like a lifetime ago. I'm like, what? Did I? It was was actually this time last year, Jen, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my God, stop. It was at the start. Well, it could have been, yeah, a few kind of weeks off yeah we were in lockdown okay no wonder I don't remember then How- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lifetime ago <laughs> well um if you want before we kind of get into things if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself um and just a bit about you let our listeners get to know you oh god where do I start so um I'm 28 <laughs> I'm from oh. Tala and I started doing plus size modeling I think it was about three four years ago and like I it's so funny because if you hadn't known me like a few years ago if I had said I was starting plus size modeling everyone would have been like what like I did not leave my house I had no confidence in how I looked in my body anything like that so when I started the plus size modeling everyone was like you're doing you're doing what now (laughs) it just like it came out of the blue and I just kind of was like do you know what life is too short so I just started doing that Um, I don't do a full time though because Ireland is just so Ireland. Just, Ireland. <laughs> just Ireland we're so behind like so behind when it comes to plus size modeling body positivity like fat acceptance all that stuff we're so behind with it so like I still have my part-time job and stuff like that well not at the moment because of lockdown but I would like to be able to be a plus size model full time someday, but I don't know if 
Ireland is ready <laughs> for that get to that stage not, yeah not sure if we're ready for you <laughs> <laughs> basically can you for somebody as clueless as me and sorry if this is a very ignorant question why <laughs> can't you be a full-time plus-size model is there just not enough work for it? there isn't at all um, Jesus. I went Thank to uh, I went to a casting actually only like last year with an agency just before lockdown and they basically told me like they couldn't take me on because there wouldn't be enough work in Ireland for my size. Like a plus size model here is a size 12 to 14. What? So, yeah. No, so it's not. The, no, oh I swear my God. God. Yeah. So like um, places like Carrick Dunn and like they would cater up to a size 14, 16. So they would hire those models for their shoots. Whereas I'm an 18 to 20. So like there's hardly any Irish brands here that stock that size. So there just wouldn't be enough work to keep me going. So it's it's just so bad. <laughs> I mean, in one way... Not a lot of stuff goes like if you think of it this way, the, the modeling industry in Ireland is quite small. It is. Yeah, it is quite small compared to the UK, compared to America and stuff like that. But there's if you look at it and compare it like there's a lot of Irish clothing brands that stock at a certain size. So there could be more plus size work if they just expanded their size range, in my opinion. <laughs> Oh yeah, like I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk more about that later. But um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like, if you like the amount of shoots that I've seen, clothing wise, it's a weird one. If you kind of compare yourself to maybe somebody like a working model, like Kelly Horrigan, who that's her full time job. That's what she does. A lot of the stuff that Kelly does, she does a lot of fashion. She does a lot of beauty though as well, and that kind of stuff. And that's mm. where that's where it kind of becomes a bit like. I don't see the problem here lads like there's so much there's enough work for everyone to kind of go around there you know like in in that way yeah definitely like I have hair on my head I have a face you can put makeup on (laughs) (laughs) so you could include plus size modeling in things that aren't for plus size people just um but they just don't do it like last year I think the first time I've ever got asked to be a part of something that wasn't for plus size fashion was for hair extensions last year with platinum. And I was just so happy that like it was for hair. It wasn't for my size, you know, that kind of way. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is what brands in Ireland need to start doing. And then, yeah, of course I could be a full-time model that way, but they just don't do it. Like even for makeup they just will use slimmer people (laughs) so let's take it back to the start um what was your first kind of what like first of all what made you kind of get into it or have that confidence you spoke previously about like that kind of lack of confidence so what was the what was the thing that made you go no I'm actually going to go for this and it's something that I want to actually do as as even a side hustle like a part-time kind of gig um I basically had like a breakdown (laughs) I kept I was having panic attacks all the time I wasn't really like living my life kind of thing Mm -hmm. and 
having a son I was just like I like this is affecting him now because I wouldn't like I wouldn't go to baby swim classes I wouldn't go to on holidays with him I wouldn't do all these things that like new moms are so excited to do but I wouldn't do them just because I was like oh my god I'm so fat and people are gonna look at me so after a couple of months of having like breakdowns and panic attacks and stuff like I just had one day where he saw me like he was only three I think and he saw me have a panic attack and like my mom was in the room with us and she was just like she thought someone had died or something because I was just like being crazy but all that happened was somebody had posted a picture of me on Facebook (laughs) on the beach and I literally hit the floor like I couldn't breathe and so after that day I was like okay this this is getting too bad like I need to do something about this so I was kind of I started my little like self-acceptance journey kind of thing mm-hmm. and a girl I know um, she was doing plus-size modeling so I was talking to her about it and saying like how do you have all this confidence and like she was like this plus-size modeling has actually helped me so much like surrounding myself with all these confident plus-size women so she was like you should go for it and I was just like do you know what like what's the worst that can happen I'll just I'll go I'll try it and if I cry I cry (laughs) like just try it and when I went and I seen all these women who like some of them were bigger than me some of them were smaller than me like some were older some were younger and they were all just like strutting their stuff and I was like wow like this is what I want to be around so then I just I got signed to um, a modeling agency then and then I just started trying to get jobs which are fire and puberty between but like <laughs> I was I was trying <laughs> you were you were doing your best so what was yeah. kind of like um what was your first kind of job what was the first thing that you booked and you were like wow I'm getting paid to do this now yeah so I did um my first ever job was for a boutique in Kildare called Vanity Fair and um, yeah. Nessa is like the love of my life <laughs> I swear I love that woman so much um I did a little fashion show for her because she was actually one of the only boutiques that I kind of had heard of that was doing like she did up to a size 28 or something I think Mm -hmm. and like for a boutique in Ireland that is just unheard of like so I did a little fashion show for her and then I just kind of like bonded with her and I ended up going down to her every single month nearly to do little fashion shows and little try-ons for her social media and stuff um but that was like a smaller kind of scale jobs like Mm -hmm. it was it was just for social media it wasn't for like um proper photo shoots kind of thing my first like proper photo shoot was for Bia Bell Tan um Blah and Avian like I was so happy with them as well including a plus size girl in a tan campaign like and that just like the photos on that I'm like why wouldn't you include plus size women you know because plus size women wear tan as well yeah I liked about their campaign about the Be A Bell campaign I liked first of all the fact that it wasn't this big like introducing plus size girl yes it was very normal very natural um blonde Mm -hmm. or sister of two totally different shapes which is great completely different which is great I mean they're both busty but they do they're both kind of um they both have totally different shapes. And then they also had somebody with red hair, which is yeah unheard of in a tan campaign. Yeah, now that you say it. 
never yeah, see a ginger <laughs> never yeah literally never it's because yeah. like it's that it's that whole stereotyping thing like oh you're too pale to wear a tan and you're too fat to wear a tan and all that shite but they just didn't they didn't care they I think it's it was a good inclusive um campaign yeah yeah I think I mean you will know a lot more about this for me but like earlier I said I have a I have an issue with it being like plus size modeling versus modeling because first of all there's this big kind of like big sphere big spectrum and now we have this mid-size kind of thing which is taken over TikTok so I had never heard of mid-size before Um, I hadn't heard of mid-size either until recently didn't know it was a thing (laughs) mid-size so this is from the research that I've done and I was like oh turns out that I'm mid-size and I didn't even fucking know that I was mid-size because this is a whole new category so (laughs) mid-size is somebody up to around an 18 or 20 but can buy clothes in the high street so River Island would stock them um ASOS well obviously ASOS have a bigger curve range but like they're kind of generic brands with stock the new look um top shop that kind of stuff so that is your new sphere which is it's supposed to be from a 14 to a 20 but there was a good bit of outrage um specifically on TikTok because a lot of people that are like 12 14s like quite a like a slim 12 have entered into this mid-size space and they're like, we're mid-size. It's like, yeah, no, you're slim. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's, it's this whole new thing. And I was like, wow, I actually never even, I, I never even understood that I subscribe into this like new pocket of people. Um, and that's where it kind of becomes a bit, like it always kind of pissed me off. Even when I was younger, this whole plus size thing, I was like, or we could just have clothes that fit people. I know. I, I do, like when I started modeling, and I, w- I was actually afraid to say that I was doing modeling. I wouldn't call myself a model. I wouldn't say the word modeling. I'd be like, oh, I'm just doing a photo shoot. Like, and they'd be like, so you're you're doing modeling. You're doing plus size modeling. And I was like, no, I felt like I couldn't say the word because I was fat. And I do think that that's because of the whole like dividing of models and plus size models. And like, there still is a very big divide because high fashion is still seen as certain sizes. And then like plus size fashion is like very commercial kind of modeling. And it's like, I don't know if we'll ever be able to have everybody just under the one category of modeling because there's still like petite models and um, maternity models and like things like that. But I would love if I could just say I'm a model like I'm not I'm not a plus size modeler I'm not a curvy modeler whatever and the whole mid-size thing like I don't know how I feel about it yet because I was always like when I was doing modeling it was always straight size models and plus size models and like anything from a size 12 14 upwards was plus size and now it's like it's like people brands I think why they brought out mid-size now and even when I heard it went up to an 18 I was like so why mid-size now I'm not plus size like do I get thrown into that as well but I think it's because so many brands bring out a range and it only goes to an 18 and it's like that's not good enough anymore so they're trying to be like oh we'll bring out a plus size range but later and 
they're from 22 upwards so that they can kind of get away with saying like we are being inclusive enough like going to an 18 and people are like no it's not inclusive enough so we're gonna say they're mid-size I don't I don't know how to feel about it yet <laughs> I just yeah. hate the whole dividing of everyone yeah I think that that's the thing that it comes back to I think a good bit I'm the same with this whole mid-size thing I was like right okay so there's a new category that I sit into that I didn't realize that I sat into but then I do understand it because people that are on the larger size of plus size so like people that are you're kind of 24 you're 26 uh, size 28 people that have never been able to walk into a river island or walk into a new look there's been from what I've seen it's like they prefer a lot of that um a lot of people that kind of subscribe into that sphere prefer to categorize other people as midsize because it's like it's not your your struggle is not my struggle kind of thing. Yeah, it's it is a different struggle completely. Like, but I get that a bit as well. Like, I get larger women saying to me like, "You're not plus size just because like." I don't know the way my body distributes my fat mm-hmm. and I'm like no I, I really am I'm wearing a 20 in these jeans I swear like and I'm trying to justify like I am fat I no I am I'm a fat bitch <laughs> now, yeah. and then I have like slimmer people being like oh my god you're so big <laughs> so oh, I'm like where thanks. where does it go where do I go but I do think like everybody has their own struggles and I do think this once you go past the 20 it's way harder to get any clothes so I get why they would kind of want there to be a mid-size kind of category as well but Mm -hmm. I just I'm like I'm plus size (laughs) yeah I think what's really interesting as well is there's such you have gained quite a following on TikTok Mm. and that's happened over (laughs) it's happened over a very short space of time yeah, it takes us a bit of a scary place, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's it's funny it because explodes. I, it explodes, and it's funny because I I know like three people that are big on TikTok, um, but the comments there and Jen, you you John, you're Jen, you're a lot more popular than I am on TikTok, but um. <laughs> the oh, comments they there, back. they don't fucking haul back now. No, they're, they're so scary. Thing, I'm like, oh God, yeah. Yeah, I phobia on TikTok, Jesus. Like, oh well, you see now. I suppose it depends on your algorithm, and that's why I'm being so quiet in this because it, it, both of you obviously have experience with um, the struggle. And like Carla, for instance, one thing that you put up the other day was just like, oh, that's exactly what plus size people want to buy, and it was the most basic <laughs> fucking jumpers that a brand could ever put on the market like they were so and I was like what is this who was it explain that to me again but it's just I've seen you post some stuff so you have more experience in what will be known as fat phobia and the the plus size world and I'm just sitting here trying to understand it (laughs) that's right so if I'm really quiet I'm sorry I'm just learning I'm I have to say I am quite ignorant to it like even my algorithm wouldn't touch off this do you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm kind of like, God, this isn't, I feel like an imposter in this thing. So I'm just sitting here learning. <laughs> That's all right. But I think, <laughs> yeah, I think learning is the, the best thing. And like listening to yeah. fat people feet talking and about how they feel about it is what needs to happen. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Carla, what was that post that you put up the other day? So I, cause I explained, I butchered that ex- explanation, but it was quite funny when I saw it. <laughs> 
so like anybody who's out there will know that like if you go to in particular new look um i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna put it out there new look river island it's always like a cold shoulder top i've never <laughs> fucking worn a cold shoulder before in my life by the way like one as a fat person one of the worst areas of my body shocker for you all it's not my belly it's actually my shoulders I hate them they're rounded so you're not going to catch me in a fucking cold shoulder top at any point in the world nor are you going to find me with something like girl boss what is with the patterns it's like the Um, worst the worst kind of and I think that's what it is it's like I remember when I was in my the first time I went on the pill I ballooned like and it was something that I was like oh this is kind of hormonal and I've kind of been up and down um we talked about this the last time I think at my absolute slimmest I could fit into a 12 um and at my absolute largest I was kind of hitting a 22 and now I've kind of middled out to an 18 20 I'd be probably the same size as you we have it's funny because my me looking at your body I'm like your body is so different to mine like yeah, at where your weight distributes yeah and it's weird that that, like based on your body shape you get treated differently like the fat phobia that I experience would be different to what you experience exactly it's mad it's it's (laughs) insane and I find that it's funny because that was kind of like up until I want to say the last four years it was very difficult to buy like clothes that weren't like that post that I retweeted it was like the the drop shoulder blazer you know the kind of baggy one and oh uh, like a, a floral smock dress smock dress of course there was one of those thrown all, in there. like literal tents is what the, that's yeah, all we like, could buy before it's like you are not sexy so we're not going to dress you nicely in any way shape or form but it is something that I still find is quite difficult to dress quote unquote stylishly and to mm. make outfits that I see on other people. Like I always, and I think I've said this to you before, Jen, I'm like, I fucking love a crack at you. Like I'd love to style it because the stuff that I'd have you wearing. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd accept it. I'll accept, you can style me. Everybody wants to style me because I don't know how to dress myself. Um, do you think, like, is it that in these big places, like these big chains, the, the big kind of high street stores, are the buyers just... Do they not do they not have size 22 buyers or what's like what do you think the reason for it is? I just think it's like ignorance. Ignorance, really. I was meant to say. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just that they don't want to include big people. Like, remember years ago there was like the whole big scandal when your man who owned was a Hollister or Abercrombie and Fish or something, he said, like, I don't want fat people wearing my clothes, so that's why I don't make them. And I do think that that's the case with a lot of brands. Like they they have a certain aesthetic kind of thing and they don't want fat women wearing their clothes because then it's not seen as like beautiful or something. I don't know. What, but it's definitely like a, they want to leave people out on purpose. That is terrifying because I would have thought that it, it could, well, I was probably giving them the benefit of the doubt by thinking, you know, like, people like the team that they have buying the clothes could have been just full of women who only go up to a size 16 and they were probably just guessing you know and they they just didn't have anybody who was a size 22 on their books or whatever but like it's terrifying to think that there are people out there that genuinely just do not want a size 22 wearing their clothes Mm -hmm. for reasons of oh god no doubt that that'll just make the brand look bad or whatever but I think that those brands that aren't making 
um, sizes past a size 14 or 16. They're not hiring people who are past a size 14 or 16 either. Like that's where fat phobia becomes like really harmful. It's not just about, oh, we don't want them to wear our clothes. We don't want, like, we're not attracted to them or whatever. It's where it actually like affects people's livelihoods and healthcare and like stuff like that. Like that's how deep fat phobia mm. can actually go. So I don't think that they have a someone there in their employees who is big. It's terrifying, isn't it? I would love to see a brand that has like one of each category of every person in the world in it to fucking represent them in some way. Do you know what I mean? It just feels like yeah. we're in 2021. Like, how is that not happening? How are we still living in a fucking age where people are feeling excluded for whatever reason? I know it's mad it is mad that it's still happening but like it's I think if it, it's with social media it's become more um obvious and they can't get away with it as much as they used to mm. but like it's it's crazy that in 2021 it's still happening like if I was to ever bring out anything like no matter what product it was I would have every type of person that there is and not even just to tick that box kind of thing mm. like I would just hold like an open cast and I'd be like whoever you are whatever age you are come to it and if I like it you're in like that's mm. it I just think that's the way ideally the world should be but it's just so far from it <laughs> I know yeah well I think it's a funny one isn't it because we'll talk a little bit now about um body positivity because you kind of got again you got like a, a bit of a viral moment over one of the the posts that you posted and it was yourself in you do a lot of lingerie um yeah fair fucks yeah I would like I'm a very confident girl I'm not there I'm absolutely not there don't think I'll ever be there I'm not there <laughs> I'll wear skimpy bits but lingerie is just is a little it's a bit too much for me but um <laughs> I uh, this was kind of one and I was like I'm so and it was it's something that I've seen and it's a rhetoric that's been in my head again and again and I've seen it I've seen it a thousand times with fucking nor like mid-size to normal size to slim women bending over and trying to give this kind of role or showing the stretch marks or doing whatever but it was you you're in your lingerie you can see stretch marks you can see your stomach you can see the whole shebang and it's a massive caption saying this is not brave yeah and I was like, well, that was, well, thank fuck someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the most annoying saying that has ever been said to me throughout the whole modeling, throughout the whole Instagram, TikTok, everything. Like people just kept saying like, you're so brave. You're so brave. And I was like, for what? Like, I'm just showing how I look. Like I get, okay, you're opening yourself up to hateful comments and things like that but even the fact that that's the first thought that goes through your head when you see a fat person post a photo of themselves you're like oh my god they're gonna get hate like that's just crazy but yeah that that picture kind of blew up I was like wow (laughs) because that is something that we see time and time again and it's something that's been conditioned because even when I'm when I'm thinking to when you know I'm younger and I'm a lot more educated I'm not anywhere where I should be especially living as a fat person around fat struggles and it's kind of things that I'm still getting over the levels of shame that I've had um, and the Mm. levels of denial I think as well that kind of happens when you grow up on 
as a fat person or on the larger side or anything along those lines because the goalposts constantly fucking move and that's something that yeah. I've noticed consistently now we've got our mid-sized thing as I like as we spoke about myself and Jen the last time you know when I was a 12 everybody was an 8 when I was a 14 everybody was a 10 now all my mates are wearing 12s and I'm like an 18 and it's just like constantly these goalposts as I said but I was always the bigger one that was always yeah, the same. case you know like it was always the case I was always the bigger one um and what I found now is people trying to like slot into this movement and kind of be like, and it, and it was, it used to be one of the things I'd be like, wow, good on her for popping on a bikini and popping up that photo. Why did I think that way? We're just like brainwashed to think it. And like, I, I do say this a lot on my Instagram and stuff. Of course, people who are size eight, size 10, size 12, they're going to have insecurities. That's like every single person in the world has insecurities but the thing is that like body positivity was a movement for fat people and then when it became popular to grow their audiences they started to hop on this trend and it like it's just like it's not a trend (laughs) it's it's a movement about fat bodies like I don't have to I have roles all time (laughs) I don't have to bend over this way to make a role so I just think there's a difference between like self-love and self-acceptance to what body positivity and like fat positive and all that stuff is and I just think that's where like if they want to jump on these trends kind of more have it as like a um more like a a self-love thing rather yeah. than body positive thing. Because body positivity was originally made not only for fat women, for fat black women. Yeah, exactly. That's a, even sometimes I'm like, I will make sure that I kind of give a nod to that because as a white woman, it wasn't even like brought made out specifically. For, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you know, if you're not, if you're not supporting fat black women as well on all these platforms, like I follow so many fat black women on Instagram and TikTok and everything. And like just showing your support for them is so important. If you say you support the body positivity movement, like you can't show a picture of you having some roles. And then if I go look at your following list, you're not following and supporting anyone who is fat, anybody who is fat and black. Like just that's when it's, you know, the real people from the big people. And it's funny because I want to pick up on something that you said earlier, Jen, about like your algorithm just, just isn't aligned that way. Like it would be no. difficult for you to find that kind of audience. Yeah, it would. So yeah, I've got, because some of the stuff that you're saying, I was just like, Jesus this just doesn't touch off my world even on social media it's just something that doesn't come onto my timeline that I I suppose I didn't think about enough to even educate myself a bit more on it do you know what I mean I think think that I'll go on you first (laughs) I was just um I was gonna say I think that I think the first thing though is to listen that's like the main thing is to kind of listen and even I like as I said myself I was really ignorant to a lot of this stuff like a couple of years ago like I was literally like no it's just shameful to be fat god bless like I can't do anything about it I'm trying and I think we're we're constantly learning like even though I'm promoting these things I'm constantly learning and fighting against 
like my internalized fat phobia that is just present in all of us because like there's sometimes I'll put something on and I'll be like oh my god I look so fat and that like I can't be seen and then I'm like wait Jessica stop that like it's just in us and we have to fight but I, I think like slimmer people don't have it on their algorithms and they don't follow these people on Instagram and stuff like that because it's just so like it doesn't relate to them it doesn't affect them but listening to fat people talking is just talking about all of it is just like that's that's all that we want and that's all Mm. we're asking for really yeah well no it is it's completely opening my eyes because it's something that I just wouldn't have but it's it's not a conversation that will come up daily in my life either do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. it just I wasn't touching off it at all I suppose like if I I don't know like I don't know how I would have went about just like you know educating myself more on it without it without even having this conversation today do you know what I mean like I'm I'm kind of like wow I'm so fucking ignorant because there was nothing that I was like as you were talking I was like oh geez I never thought of that oh god I never thought of that oh Jesus like you know what I mean like I just wouldn't have even thought about any of these issues or the fact that some clothes don't even stock above an 18 or a 20. But I think, and this is the only way that this, that like someone like you, Jen, is going to be introduced and understand these things is by seeing more mainstream figures that are of a larger size. Like for instance, Louise McSherry, Mm -hmm. like following her and like from following her, I've learned a ton about stuff that like I actually fit into and I didn't fucking know anything about but like she's one in a group of God knows how many in Irish mm. media. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't actually like I'm trying to think here. I'm racking my brains, but I yeah, could Ireland I think I could name there. two plus size models in Ireland, one person in media, nobody on the TV that I can mm. think of. Claire, like Claire Balding, when she was on Yellow Brick Road, like Claire wears an 18. She would be probably. <laughs> The, yeah. the like coming to mind immediately so in what way there there is that kind of question as well where are you supposed to learn where are you supposed to pick that up because like my boyfriend isn't going to be following you know a ton of cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Fat positive people, because he doesn't notice. Do you know what I mean? So how is that going to kind of become normalized? How is that going to become normalized for you, Jen? How is mm. it going to become normalized for anyone, really? If there's not those kind of people that are like, hi, by the way, here's like, if you're in, if you have some time, here's a post, just click into it, give it a read. And maybe now you'll understand why people are discriminated against when it comes to doctors, why these things can be an issue, why it's a massive issue, especially for like, I know with maternity. Um, 
and with uh, giving birth and, and having kids in the hospitals as well, it's become a massive issue. But like, how would you ever know that? No, if you I wouldn't. aren't in those and circles, do you know what? I was one of the things as well. One of the Instagrammers had uh, tagged me in a thing that they were doing. They were doing this like little movement, and I think it was got to do with body positivity as well. And she tagged me in it, and she was like, "Oh, it's just this thing that we're doing, talking about our bodies after we've had babies." And I was like, "No." No, do not do not include me I will be fucking lynched do not thank you very much I'm just not touching off it like I just what don't know enough about it I I feel like I've no right because anytime somebody of my builds talks about bodies they're just shut down immediately because like we quote-unquote don't have problems you know what I mean like with nothing like clothing sizes or anything like that affects me so I just don't touch off it and I tend to avoid it um but like you say, there isn't much on my feeds that's coming up to kind of... There, wasn't there Sarah Tyrrell before? But she's com- completely gone off Instagram. Remember she was on... Um, was it, her name was Sarah Tyrrell. Sarah... She's gone off Instagram about two years ago. Now, I will say she was an advocate for the body positivity movement, However, she was quite aggressive when it came to it. And I think a lot of people had issues with... Sarah Self-Love. That's who it was, yeah. Sarah Self-Love, yeah. She's been gone a good while. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she that's uh, most of her content was body positivity. And she would have put up a lot of pictures of herself showing off her body and fair play to her. She was doing the whole thing. But that was the only person that I was really following. And she's gone now. And she was basically like... like it was, it was it was nearly like she was forced off Instagram. Now she had her flaws. I'm not going to completely say that it was people bullied her off the platform or anything like that. She was quite aggressive towards people, and she said a, a bit of shit that was just not politically correct about other groups and stuff like that. But she was probably the only one, and now she's gone. See that I think that's that's a problem as well. Like um, in the body positivity and the fat acceptance and stuff like that, the movements. I do think being aggressive to slimmer people, making slimmer people feel so uncomfortable that they can't talk about these things, that's an issue in itself. Like Mm. we've been discriminated against and like left out of things and, you know, afraid to kind of take part in things. Why would you do it to slimmer people Mm. then as well? I just, it's like, you know, the people who get bullied and then they become bullies. I wouldn't, I don't think that's right. And like for you mm-hmm. to say that you just are afraid to even talk about it, like that's that's so sad. Like to me, I'm like, you've had a child, your body has changed. You can talk about that stuff and you shouldn't get attacked for it at all. Because even though you're slim, you're still going to have your issues and your insecurities and things like that. And like if you're afraid to talk about it, then there's no learning happening as well. Mm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I was. I just. I just remember it being the only kind of thing that I was ever really faced with. Was like, oh, no, I'm not talking about my body after having a baby because, in comparison to, because that was one of the comments that I constantly got. If I put up a picture of like, and I never do it. I barely ever do it. It's, it's only if I'm asked, oh, what's that top or what's that thing, and I'll send a picture, and then the first comment I'll get back oh my God, you fucking bitch, look at you after just having a baby. And I'm not saying, like, I know that it's, I know that it's quite admirable that in society today, it's quote unquote admirable to like bounce back or whatever. And it, it like, 
I'm deemed very lucky for it to happen. But it's the first comment I'll ever get. It's like, oh my God, you fucking bitch. And like, I know it's they mean well and they don't mean to offend me by that. But I'm just like, that's why I don't touch it. Because I just feel like I have no place because of like... I'm I would be deemed to be very lucky so I just don't have any sort of place to be talking about that you know what I mean yeah it's, think, uh, it's yeah it's just like you've said that a good few times Jen but like yeah it terrifies me like yeah because and that's I think that is the problem I know um Michelle McCormick Shelley Shelley Mack <laughs> good hell Shelley she does um a lot of stuff and um which kind of segues us nicely into um a little bit about what's happened specifically in the past six months um and good ale influencer launches oh yeah <laughs> thanks girls uh thanks a million for that uh obviously the two main um launches was rosanna Purcell's brand which is what hiking for life what's it called <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah. what's it called <laughs> price on the bike the, um, the hike club or something is that it's like hiking for everyone, but it's not. Um, <laughs> hiking for everyone, but not really. Um, uh, hi, the hike life. The hike, I was close. <laughs> I was close. Um, and then we had Rosie Connolly's fourth arc. So, <sighs> it's like, how do you even start? The, look, with the hike life, um, Rosanna Purcell was a supermodel. Uh, she won Mercy Universe. That's where I would say supermodel versus model. Uh, certainly a supermodel in Ireland. Um, and she has had, her body has changed a lot and she's had struggles with her body. Obviously, I'd say, um, you know, a lot of people in the modeling industry definitely has because that's, if you're talking about standards, then there's like those standards on top. Um, and obviously, just for anybody who isn't aware of the situation, um, Roz has done a lot around body positivity, has done a lot of posts around body positivity and has kind of always been on the fence and gotten a lot of flack because a lot of people aren't too happy that she, um, quote unquote, exploits that space. And that's been something that's been kind of debated a lot of times on her Instagram, on her posts. Um, Roz has released a uh, hiking line called The Hike Life. And this is where my issue came into it was the the sizes went up to a size 16, um, but the tagline and the whole idea and how the brand was explained was that hiking's for everybody and hiking is inclusive. And then the sizes went up to size 16. (laughs) And therein lied the problem. Um, I spoke out about it on my Instagram. I know you did. Um, A lot of people did. Uh, speak out about it because it was kind of one of those things that I was like what a fucking fuck you (laughs) could there have been a bigger middle finger and specifically my my bigger issue not even around the sizing which was the, the, the issue in itself was the actual wording and the branding and how it was being marketed essentially and that was that that where in light my issue I think my issue, yeah, that was part of my issue, but a huge part of my issue was that she is known as like the biggest body positive influencer in Ireland. And so many women look up to her. Like even I follow her, I followed her for years and stuff. And even though she's much slimmer than me, just showing those like 
you know, cellulite and stretch marks and all those things. Like I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Even though she's a slimmer body. And I was like, she's even like, she's paving a way in Ireland for body positivity. And then to not include fat people in it. I was just like, so you're, so you're not actually body positive then you're just pretending kind of that's what it felt like and I know a lot of women who follow me and follow her felt the exact same way they, it was like oh I, I thought she was an advocate for us as well even though she's slimmer and it just was like oh it was I don't know it was just like oh like it was like a stab to the heart it was like I thought she was trying to do something for Ireland and then it just, it just wasn't and then when she said it was like she's going to bring out a more um a bigger range of sizes eventually I was just like mm. now I don't know if you actually were mm. if we're an afterthought if you're just doing saying it now because you're getting backlash like it's tough to justify yeah and I think thing. like the way that I think of it is you know if Jen was launching a line I would assume that Jen would be having conversations with me and I'd be having conversations with Jen and I'd be like so what's the sizing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd assume that would be something that would float into your head. And that's just from us being friends. Mm. So then when you go to like a team aspect and when you go to like actually producing the clothes, take me out of it. There has to be some kind of form of representation. And I think the issue was as well, um, for anybody who wasn't following along, Roz came back out um, and apologized and said that she had considered this. Um, she considered going up to, I think the, it was XL was a 14 to 16 and that was the largest size. And she was considering a double XL and a triple XL. Um, but the sizes came in and they weren't correct. So they decided to go right ahead and do the launch anyway. Um, and my biggest kickback with that, and this is just like putting it down really plain and simple is if size medium was wrong, would the launch have gone ahead? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I think that's where people get into sticky territory and, I know then what had happened, there was kind of that whole issue. And I think, I think the problem was that again, going back to that is like, if you're going to, if you're going to position yourself and live in that way, and there has been like there over the years, there's been a lot against Ross as far as that body positivity thing. And it was very interesting going from Instagram to Twitter to where it was kind of top line news. So it was like in, influencer or model Ross Purcell getting flack for, uh, non-inclusive line and it was the men in the comments underneath it and I was like here we here we here we fucking go <laughs> leave her alone people don't know she's a great girl you don't fucking know her Dave like all of this <laughs> kind of shit underneath it I was like you you have literally just hopped on to a journal.ie piece about kind of top line information and that therein lies the fat phobia in itself of people being like, well, I, to be honest, are fat girls going hiking? Yeah, we are. We're trying. We can't find the clothes. <laughs> it's like, I'm out of breath going up that mountain, but I'm trying. Fucking <laughs> on the mountain, Dave. I'm trying. Um, oh, Twitter scares me. Like Twitter and Facebook and those comment sections on like things like the journal and the Daily Mail and all that, like that's where you see all the fat phobia rampant like 
That's, mm. They're scary places. But I do, I I was really disappointed with Roz and I, I, it's like you said, like oh, it wouldn't have launched if it was size small or size medium or size large. So I just, you're 12. Size <laughs> <laughs> like 12 because you're large nowadays, by the way. Um, but but yeah, I know it made that- me think like, did she have does she have any like fat friends <laughs> that she talked to? Does she have anyone hired who is bigger than a size 16? Like things like that. That's the questions that I started to ask myself then. Because it's like if I was to bring out something, I would have to ask my smaller sized friends, like, do you think this would look nice on you? Would you wear this? And I'd have to ask my larger sized friends, what do you think of this? Like da da da. And I just don't think that she she did that and I think and it was a I think the problem was and therein lies there and look this isn't like a Ros bashing kind of campaign at all this is just explaining because I know and I want to talk to you about some of the comments that you got back and some of the um conversations that you might have had with people but I think therein the problem and like even to bring it back to yourself Jen you've sat here and listened to even this conversation and me and you have had a conversation before and it's just not something you'd ever really consider to do if you were bringing out your clothing line. So for someone like Roz, who has been sitting in the body positivity movement um, and has gotten, you know, comments over the years to be like, why the fuck are you here? It goes to show again, where was that? You know, if you don't have plus size friends, that's one thing. You didn't have anybody plus size on your team. That's another thing. But clearly you don't surround yourself by the people that sit in that body positivity movement. Because mm. all I'd have to do is load up my Instagram to know that that's just not the not the move. Well, it's exactly what Jess said earlier on. Like it, it goes to sh- like you can see who's faking it and who's actually involved in supporting the, the move by looking at the people that they follow. And that's and that's that's the bare minimum. And I even know myself from everybody's Instagram could probably do it with a rejig and mm. it can be difficult to find the right, find the right people, but also find interest. Like I'm simply not going to follow you if your content doesn't interest me, do you yeah, know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go and, and that can be a thing as well, but it's, it's, I think my, again, that issue where I was like, surely over the years you've twigged that if you're going to play in this space, you're going to have to want to play with others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I like, I think with Rosie's launch, uh, it was so close that it launched after Ros. I was like, it was oh two weeks God, later. For real? Like, How is this happening again? Because I was aware of it after <laughs> seeing Carla ranting about Ros. And I was like, did Rosie just do the exact same fucking thing? What's yeah, going on? Literally. But I wasn't even, I wasn't even as shocked about Rosie's, like, because no, Rosie doesn't like... promote body positivity no. all the time. Mm. She is very slim. And I've never seen her, you know, bending over her body to make a roll and mm. saying all these things. So I was kind of like, okay, if Roz's launch hadn't happened two weeks ago, I probably wouldn't really care that Rosie has launched this line and not really been that size in- size inclusive. Mm. But the fact that it happened two weeks after Roz's, I was like, did, did she just not... <laughs> see any of the stuff from two weeks ago but I wouldn't I wouldn't really expect it of Rosie like I should be expected of everybody but I wouldn't expect it Mm. of Rosie and then that that's why I think that Roz got such a big backlash and Rosie's didn't Mm. because but Roz is all about body positivity and it didn't actually follow through on and I think 
do you know like and this is the thing you can't put you can't pit Roz against Rosie like mm. or any of that stuff and that's not what this is about no, no. That, like this is just a conversation about something obviously we're all in Ireland this is something that happened quite local and kind of shows up highlights a good few issues and um, as to why that was an issue Roz's following is very different to Rosie's following so yeah, Rosie's following a lot of men there she does natural born feeder which is kind of recipes she does a lot of stuff with travel um her audience is is far more varied I would say than Rosie who is a fashion and beauty influencer and that's mm. kind of straight what she does obviously she does her other bits and bobs but essentially Rosie is like if you said Rosie Connolly everybody would be like fashion and beauty yeah if you say Roz people would be like travel food modeling you know kind of activist quote-unquote kind of you know all of this other kind of stuff and I think therein lied the problem as well because when it came to Rosie and a lot of people kind of a a few people I kind of wrote to me being like and what do you think about fourth arc I haven't seen you talk about it and I was like I couldn't give a flying fuck about fourth arc (laughs) (laughs) it's not something I'll buy it's not something that I will ever subscribe to at number one and number two where the fuck were you two weeks ago Uh, a lot of people and that's what kind of Another thing that I noticed, and it, it pissed me off the time, I think me and you talked about this on the Patreon, Jen, uh, mm. was that not only did everybody shut the fuck up about Roz, nobody wanted to be seen to be going against Roz. And I even knew myself, the amount of shite that I got back. And I was like, why do I do this? Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. Now, why do that's I what it was people? at the top of an episode. I was like, see, you're starting on Roz, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why have I done this? Because it'll always... The quickest shot is the easiest and is the cheapest shot. And it was like, well, you're fat, so wet. And I was like, oh, Jessica. (laughs) Not you. Not you. I don't think Jessica. I was like, oh, babe, that's not even like over your head. Just totally shot over it. But what I found was like a lot of kind of influencers that are happy to go again, like not happy to go against Rosie, but they're happy to be like, oh, she's a certain way. Mm-hmm. But where were you for I didn't see you for Ro- I didn't hear you for Roz where were you for Roz and oh they were just the copy copying off the people that it? did it two weeks previous yeah, yeah. oh I know <laughs> who you're talking about I'm so glad everybody is I'm glad this has happened I need to speak about this uh this is for a uh, raging by fourth arc and here's the reasons why I was like you're just regurgitating what you said about Roz yeah <laughs> two weeks ago two weeks ago um I even saw someone go as low as to be like would this would it have happened if medium was out of stock I was like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we said I was like oh, where were you um no. but that therein I think that was kind of that therein kind of like the problem with Rosie it should have happened yeah. It was expected, but not expected to a point. And this is where we go back to that kind of like following people, understanding issues, understanding. And hopefully a lot of people that are listening to this right now that ha- have never experienced phobia or d- don't really understand it are kind mm. of get a bit more of a grip or kind of re- rehash out because until it's mainstream and until it's modeling and not plus size modeling and until it's and I, I do also understand why there does need to be separation. And I do understand a lot of plus size models advocate for that because they're like, no, there needs to be, you know, there needs to be some kind of divide and there and that kind of, I do, I do see both sides, but until we have those kind of people having those conversations quite naturally and quite openly, we're just not really gonna get there. And if you're getting, if your biggest advocate for body positivity is somebody like say Roz, 
therein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a huge problem. Uh, do you know what was one of, one of the funniest things that when I went on about little rant about fatphobia and Roz's launch and everything, and again, this is like this is not a bashing no. Roz thing, yeah. but the amount of women that messaged me and didn't like me calling them straight sized was insane. They were like. Uh, I'm not stop saying a straight sized what is this straight sized thing like I'm a size 12 and I don't like to be called this and blah 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 and I was just like isn't that hilarious <laughs> like you're getting offended that I'm saying you're straight sized when all you ever call anyone who is bigger than a size 18 is plus size like but well, we don't get offended by being called plus size why are you getting offended that I'm saying it's ridiculous to bring out a straight sized line of clothes why like how do you think we feel then when someone is like I'm bringing out my like my clothes range and the plus size range will come later like that's the literally the feeling you are feeling about me calling you straight sized and saying that if I like if I was to launch something how would you feel if I just started at an 18 and went upward and didn't bring out straight sizes? That's how we feel. Like, I just thought it was so funny. Like, that was that was the main thing that I got back from my thing being like, stop calling me straight sized. I was like, get over it. just call you normal sized? Yeah, that that's what I, literally, that's what I think that they were kind of getting at. Like, I, I'm normal sized. You don't need to call me straight sized. <laughs> It's like, like, oh, now we're right. all normal sized because we're all normal. <laughs> yeah. What What was your rant about earlier on? Because we first got onto this Zoom, you were like, oh, you've got me in the mood. I was just having a rant. What was it about? Oh my God, Facebook. That Girl, is that place. Girl, oh, why you on Facebook? God. Get off that. <laughs> so a girl I know um, from Instagram, she was reposted by Boohoo on their Facebook page and sweet Jesus there was like 400 plus comments all just saying about how it was actually a lot of like middle-aged women they they, the inner misogyny is strong with them yeah like I was I was shocked and it was so funny the amount of them that had be kind on their profile pictures I was like who are you like, that's a Carla favorite that is a Carla but, favorite <laughs> but they were like first they were being like that's vile and then people were answering them back and confronting them and the girl that I know is well she went on to the post and she was like that's actually me in that photo and then they were like I meant I meant the dress it just doesn't flatter you it's it's a tacky um looking dress and the material looks cheap I wasn't talking about you and it's a bit revealing and it's a bit short and blah 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 and I was just like okay hold on let me just see on other pictures of dresses that are similar yeah on smaller size bodies are we still getting these this dress looks cheap this dress is too short this dress is too revealing kind of thing and anyone who was straight sized barely had 15 comments 10 comments on the photo but anyone who was plus size had hundreds of comments on their photos and I was just like how do they not see that 
it's not the dress that they don't like because if it, it was just the dress that they didn't like, they'd just go, oh, I don't like that dress and they'd scroll past. It's the fat body in that in the dress, dress that they don't like. Mm-hmm. So I was like fuming this morning because I was like, it's this whole pretending to be not fat phobic and pretending that you're this bigger, better person. Like, oh, don't even get me started mm-hmm. when they talk about health. oh my Mm. god like you don't care about my health you like Jen you like do you smoke or drink or yeah I smoke yeah yeah so no one looks at you and is like oh your health like smoking is so bad you shouldn't do that just from looking at a picture of you no but when someone looks at a picture of me they're like you're gonna get diabetes I'm like "How, how do you know how do you know I'm gonna get you don't know what I eat every single day I don't like I hate when I talk about food on my story because if I talk about healthy food I get people being like how are you fat then if you're eating healthy food (laughs) people don't ask you that do they oh I swear Scott I I talked the other week about how I'm really bad like I will get up in the morning I won't eat until about three o'clock four o'clock and I'll just live off of coffee and then at like four o'clock five o'clock I will be starving so I'd have like loads of food like I'd have like pasta and like I'd have a sandwich while I'm cooking the pasta and all this stuff and they were like if you don't eat for half of the day how are you fat then (laughs) like because I make up for it later (laughs) I would carry myself that way most days as well and you feel shit by four or five o'clock by the way you actually need to be eating every kind of two or three hours like even if it's a little snacky but like It's I carry myself like that as well. So it doesn't fucking matter. The two of us no. are so different in body shape and the two of us would carry out our day in the same way. Yeah. Do you know what it's, I mean? It's so annoying. It's just it, like it, people don't even realize that asking those questions and thinking those things is what is fat phobic. Like they're like, no, I don't have a problem with fat people. But then they think those kind of thoughts like how is she fat if she doesn't like even I remember one day I said um I don't drink fizzy drinks like I don't I just don't like them and they were like so you drink water all the time and I was like yeah and they they were like so how are you skinny or how aren't you skinny and I was like that's what makes people skinny drinking loads of water (laughs) like again back to education it's always about fucking education (laughs) um just to pick up on on what we're saying on I went on to the post on boohoo um, and this is just a typical comment, but I actually quite like Isabel's, um, the girl who's in the dresses, clap back. So someone said, if you put a large girl in brackets, but beautiful. I love when they do that. Where did I say I was ugly? Where the fuck did I say? <laughs> be dress. Not everyone will think it's the best choice, each to their own. So um, Isabel, the model in the photo clap back saying, no one put me in it, Sarah. I ordered it myself. Just like you, I get up. <laughs> just like you get yourself dressed every morning. I am no different literally and this is kind of it like this whole like large girl um but it's a skimpy dress and I wouldn't like it and as you've said it's a skimpy dress but I'm I'm having a quick look there on all of the straight size girls and nobody seems to be like that dress is very skimpy it's very strange no if you're if you're not fat you can wear whatever you want whatever you want and if you are fat you're supposed to cover your fat because yeah. we don't want to look at it no. that's literally what it is yeah and it's they're just pretending that it's not like the whole like you have to wear something that's flattering why why do I have to wear something that pleases your eyes 
I wear what I wear for myself. <laughs> and I think, and this is something that I also want to speak about, because I'm not sure if you have done a lot of modeling with uh, plus size men. No, or... actually in Ireland, I don't, I don't, I couldn't even name one. No, neither could I actually. And it's something that I kind of realized when uh, Fenty, so Savage by Fenty obviously does their incredible shows every single year. And they've done a lot of plus size men this year where they're kind of like, you know, men with tums and bums and whatever else like that. And, you know, background. And they look amazing. They look normal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they are normal. And that's what I mean. I'm like, there's no, like, I didn't click on. I was like, brave of him. Look at that. That's great. And that's, that very pisses me off a little bit when people are like isn't it great and I'm like no it's not great it's normal if we stop being like isn't it great then and we just start being like that's normal but what I found as well especially for plus size men or plus size men that model is you have women not all women as we know but a lot of women will kind of like repost a photo of me or repost a photo of you or repost a photo of a plus size girl and be like fab love the outfit or fab love the hair or whatever yeah have not seen that same from other men from other men um I haven't seen it from other men either but I did notice on TikTok plus size men on TikTok get like if you look at their comment section it is filled with women supporting them being like Mm. this is amazing like well done you look great and like you know saying they fancy them yeah <laughs> like your heart yeah some rude comments <laughs> but if you look at a plus size woman's tiktok comment section men are not the same like there's so many men being like fat cow and da, da, da. and i'm just like men do need to support other men as well but like men need to support women women need to support men it's like why can't we just all support each other like it's crazy but plus size men in Ireland are just like model modeling men obviously are I don't know where they are (laughs) I don't think they they exist (laughs) it's not yeah it's not something that I think has ever came up um so I want to like we won't we won't stay too much longer. I want this to be like a positive place and uh, <laughs> end on a positive note. But what are kind of like the biggest takeaways that you've had again from not only just because I feel like your popularity is obviously from being a model from getting yourself out there, but we spoke a little bit about weight distribution and body types and how kind of far that can propel you and how far that can kind of go for you as a model itself and I feel like TikTok again is probably that place where it's like you're either accepted or you're not yeah completely like I this is like something I feel like guilt about quite a lot because if I go to a casting and let's say there's myself and another girl that is a size 20 as well I know that sometimes I don't get the job because I'm better at the modeling Sometimes I literally get the job because my waist is smaller and the way my body distributes the fat. And I think on TikTok and on Instagram and all that stuff, I guess brands kind of wanting to work with me because like I can hide my double chin kind of thing. It's it, it needs to be like more of a 
a broad range of plus size modeling because even when you look at like boohoo and asos and stuff they have the same models oh yeah they all use the same models and like they're gorgeous models but like you never see a size 20 girl with skinny legs and a fat tummy like rather than fat legs and a skinny waist because that seems to be the ideal the big thighs the big bum the small waist kind of thing so I do think that that's something that I would love to even see more of and that's why I try and share so many people on my Instagram as well because I'm like don't just support me because from here upwards you think oh she doesn't look that fat <laughs> like you know I want everyone who is all different sizes and shapes to be accepted like it's 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 crazy how I'm considered like a good fat you know mm. it's like there's bad fat and there's good fat like and it's like oh but you carry your weight well so I'm gonna be nicer to you when it's just like what oh I'd never forget when a gynecologist said that to me and I was like <laughs> well I think at the time I was like oh yay and this is the problem because I feel like there's a little bit of that as well when you are larger when you are kind of fat you're like well at least my arms are slim or at least I have you know a big bust um and yeah. a smaller waist or at least my thighs aren't like don't have a lot of cellulite or at least I don't have that many there's always like that kind of thing because you're yeah. brought up thinking that way as well and you're like well at least um I can wear this and cover this and do whatever like that or I don't have a double chin Mm. you know is a is a big one as well and it's like it is so it's crazy I can't remember what brand it was I think it could have been good American um and they did size 20 girls of all different weight shapes and sizes all in the same pair of jeans to kind of show you what the jeans look like across everyone um, yeah yeah I wish oh I wish brands would do that more because things that like things that I wear in a size 20 might look crap on me and then great on somebody else and it's like you can't judge one and like I'm different sizes and everything as well so like I have I was wearing leggings earlier and they were size 22 like and people would be like how are you in a 22 and it's like no it's it's just this particular pair of leggings and you can't ever see when you're buying online how it look how it's going to look on your body because nobody will show different types of body types. all the one size mm-hmm. one shape yeah. plus size model is used that, that's the same for a lot of people and it's across different brands as well like I can range from a size 6 to a 12 which is terrifying across yeah. Yeah, different crazy, shops yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. and pennies like I know no, none of us are going to pennies lately but pennies <laughs> like out of nowhere changed their sizes as well which is how could they do that you know what I mean like it went from like the old kind of the lowest that they used to have was like an 8 to 10 but now they're the 8 to 10 that they used to have is now a 6 to 8 and the 10 the 8 to 10 is now a 10 to 12 which just fucks with people's heads you know like that's Mm. not a big by any means but it would fuck with somebody's head going, oh shit, I'm after going up two sizes. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was just out of nowhere that it happened. And I know yeah. it happens with quite a few shops that like their 12 could be somewhere else's 16. And it's just fucking terrifying. Like that That's something I always talk about on, on social media as well. It's like the number 
on your clothes we are so attached to Mm. the number on the scales we're attached to the number on our clothes and like it's it's it doesn't have any value in it and Mm. I just think people focus on it way too much like if it if buying a smaller size makes you feel better Mm. but doesn't actually fit you properly and it doesn't actually look well on you like why are you why are you Mm. doing it do you know that kind of way like Ah, you should be buying what fits you better yeah obviously it's only a guide but there are people who do get hung up on it and that's yeah I think that's because it's society though Mm. yeah it's like society has them trained in their head to think like I have to stay this one size and if I don't I'm disgusting kind of thing Mm. yeah so let's end on a positive note (laughs) um and especially I think just to reiterate again, like I'm a fat person, but I'm not an expert on fat people, you know. And well, neither am I. <laughs> no, exactly. And I think this is, you know, this is what's good about the podcast and the fact that like me and Jen say it time and time again, we're not prime time. Mm. It's going to be, it's not going to be that kind of thing. But I think it's nice to kind of have like that entry level conversation. Um, but especially for anybody, any of our younger listeners or anyone who struggles with their confidence, what have you found that is kind of, given you that boost and like given you a the confidence to speak out about these things because I know myself sometimes I don't want to talk about as we've talked about earlier I don't want to talk about this shit because I'm like I'm actually not up for the comments I'm not up for the debate I don't want to hear your opinion Dave 38 yeah. from <laughs> now do you know <laughs> it's just not something I I, I don't actually want to have that conversation with you um because it does take a lot of energy but what have, what kind of over the years has given you that confidence, given you that kind of boost? Because you, as I said, you do a lot of lingerie. Um, and while it's not brave, it's admirable because it's <laughs> it's not somewhere that maybe everybody is. Um, yeah, it's it's funny because I didn't like set out to do a lot of lingerie. I actually, I did start with just clothes, but once I posted like one lingerie picture, because I do fashion shows modeling lingerie, but. Um, I never really posted it on social media. And then when I did one, it was like, bam, like all these um, brands were like, can you do this? Can you do that? I was like, okay. Um, But I think that the thing that has helped me the most out of everything was surrounding myself with women who looked like me. So like, not just in person, but like what you're looking at on your phone is so important it sticks in your brain I unfollowed like so many celebrities and models and all that and I followed people who I could actually relate to and I would look at them and go oh yeah like that's like my body and I look like that so I could get that kind of clothing and things like that I actually read like a lot of um poetry kind of even just like going on to Pinterest like typing in like body positive quotes or whatever reading things like that it, it's like training your brain to think a different way and I still have to fight my brain sometimes because you know it's it's years of learned yeah. behaviors unlearning is so much worse than learning yeah. oh my god it's so hard yeah so so hard and training my brain was literally the biggest thing that helped like I would I would write three things a week down that I liked about myself and they didn't have to be physical either like realizing that who I am is so much more than what I look like has helped me crazy amounts as well and like I just think that people focus way too much 
on what we look like and that's what we like base our worth off of and it's not the be all and end all (laughs) of everything who we are is like so much more important so like things like that if you're commenting horrible things on other people then you're not a nice person and that fat person that is saying nice things about someone is a nicer person actually taking the word fat and taking the power away from that word Mm -hmm. Like I use that word all the time and people are like, you're not fat. I'm like, I am fat. I hate when people do that. They fucking (laughs) always do that. I'm like, I am fat. I didn't like, again, you need to unlearn your brain. But as we said, it is, it's, it's harder to, to unlearn. And I think, um, I was actually only talking about this last night. I was watching an episode of Marry at First Sight Australia, my favorite show. But um, we have such a short window of time to be quote unquote hot. Oh yeah out of our life we are wasted so many years <laughs> like we we are honestly we are just not hot for that long so why and that's why I do honestly feel like children and older people are more content because that isn't a factor in their brain they're not yeah. thinking about how they look that's kind of gone for them because they've like they've kind of put themselves down to being like I'm of an older age or or whatever else like that but there really is just such like to be in that as I said quote unquote attractive kind of age bracket yeah it's a tiny portion of our lives so why the fuck do we spend so much time on it (laughs) just won't give it it just won't be a thing no like I know for a fact for me in 20 years time it's not going to be a factor in my brain anymore no not at all you're going to remember what way you lived your life yeah. rather than mm. what you looked like and what that's you why like, like as you lived it. I yeah. wasted so many years so many years being like I'm not going to that thing I'm not doing this thing because I'm mm. fat because I'm fat and now I'm like who cares if I'm fat I'll just go I, and do it and now I'm happier <laughs> I think we said this because one of the things actually just before we move on because um you said brought it up there a few minutes ago I didn't want to interrupt was that I was actually shocked when you did come on the that we, when you were just ha- kind of having a, the conversation and you were using the word fat because I would be terrified to use the word fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know, like it's I so know. weird. See, there you go, learning more. But I think you did say <laughs> on the, was it the New Year's resolutions episode that we were saying we were like, stop fucking obsessing over how you look because when you look back on your life, you're not going to remember the day that you felt too insecure to go to a, an event or... You're not gonna go. Oh God, I just didn't like the 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 way that me that dress looked that day or whatever. You're gonna look back back at your experiences. So try not to dwell on yeah. how you look so much. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Or be disappointed just, in it as well. Like mm. I know a lot of people look back and they're like, I wish I lost the weight before the wedding, or you know. And there can be a lot of that. And I think it's funny what you said, um, Jess, about like having those people to look look at on your feed because a lot for me on my TikTok a lot of stuff that was coming up for me were these transformations and it made me feel like shit because it was somebody mm, yeah. who was going from like my size just to, to like a slim. size like gen size yeah to like yeah. uber slim not just slim like fucking slim slim do you know what I mean in that kind of way and I was like and that can train your brain yeah even worse and I find like although love and respect for all those people who did it not everybody loses weight to look a certain way a lot of people lose weight for for various different reasons um and to make themselves feel better which is number one Mm. but I found that that in itself was kind of giving me that like damaging rhetoric in my head where I was like fuck's sake you're gonna have to do something soon if that person can do it why can't you and it almost goes back into that like 
really kind of fucked up way of thinking again and again so I think it really is about surrounding yourself with people that look like you talk yeah. the way that you want to talk um and live their life the way that you want to live yours and that's like exactly the main thing. yeah completely mm-hmm. <laughs> well thank you so much for popping on I think it's been as I said it's been a nice little chat <laughs> chat and kind of feed in for people that maybe haven't thought of you know thought of anything this kind of way mm. you obviously have a ton of experience where can we find you where can we follow you <laughs> so on instagram it's jessica chanelli curve model and on tiktok it's just jess chanelli curve model <laughs> got the curvy model in there love it <laughs> yeah cool. that's what i'm like i kind of want to change it now but it's like too late <laughs> you should just be like model model yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us thank you for uh, having me it's been great guys and uh yeah you can find us there you can obviously find us on the unpopular opinion underscore podcast on instagram and um we'll chat to you next week thanks so much jess bye bye bye